Welcome to the Short Term Show, the show about short term rentals and long term wealth, with real property owners hosting real properties who are crushing it in the vacation and short term rental space. And here's your host, Avery Carl. Hey guys, welcome back to the short term show. And today we have Henry Foos, the head of product at one of my favorite banks. This bank is super cool. Uh, Relay. Hey, how are you doing, Henry? I'm doing really well. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me on the show, Avery. I'm excited to, to get to chat about uh, Relay. Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much for coming. So I guess we can get started by you just telling us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do. Sure. Yeah. So uh, as you mentioned, I, uh, I run product at, at Relay. Um, I've been in startups uh, in the technology space basically my my entire career, um, and in different instances, have kind of been helping uh, small business owners with either managing their their finances or accounting and bookkeeping and and uh, different portions of of you know the back office. Uh, and so at Relay today, basically just an extension of that. Um, and uh, yeah, helping uh, helping small business owners uh, manage their finances. You're a pretty young guy. That's a pretty big job title. How did you how did you get to be uh, how did you get to to where you are so quickly at such such a young age? Yeah, sure. Maybe uh, maybe it's a uh, baby face or, or inability to grow uh, commanding kind of facial hair that uh, that, that that gives that 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 sense. Uh, although the audio listeners won't, won't get to see it. Um, but yeah, you know, I, so I was running actually sales and marketing for Relay for the past year through COVID. Um, we saw a ton of growth, um, but my background's more technical. You know, I, I have a background in computer science. I have a background in, in data analytics. Um, and so really want to leverage kind of my experience doing things on the revenue side of the house with my kind of technical experience and products really the best way to do that. So it's an awesome role to just get to talk to customers, figure out what they need, what kind of needs are, are unmet. You know, where is there an opportunity to deliver a solution that's helpful in fixing a problem that they have? Um, so that's what I get to spend my time on. So it's, it's pretty exciting. That's awesome. So tell me a little bit about people. What is different about Relay than other banks? Because a lot of our listeners, you know, they have regular old bank accounts at regular old banks, uh, you know, some of the bigger national ones. Uh, mainly, I think a lot of people choose their bank just based on number of ATM locations. I know I used to do that, especially when I lived in New yeah. York. I needed to know where who has the most ATMs so that uh, I can quickly access my cash. But I think that that mindset is changing, especially with COVID. But uh, can you just give me a background on Relay and how it works and why it's different than other banks? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think what I'll do is I'll kind of just give a, a really high level overview and then, and then you know, we can discuss a little bit more, more deeply and I can kind of talk through an example. And obviously, we've had a lot of folks from the, uh, the short-term rental and, and kind of real estate uh, community start to use Relay, which has been really exciting. So I think I have a pretty good sense for how folks are using it. Um, but to answer your question, Avery, uh, the, the big difference between a company or a, a financial services institution or a bank like Relay and your, let's say, more traditional uh, bank like a Wells Fargo or a Chase is that we're designed really from the ground up uh, to be used entirely online, to be done totally remotely. Um, 
you know, today the business landscape is is changing a ton, right? And I think we all saw that through COVID, um, that you need to be able to do everything in your business, you know, managing your financing, finances, um, managing your cash flow, et cetera, from wherever you are, because either that's how you run your business or for some other, you know, extenuating circumstances, you're unable to actually get to a physical branch. Um, and so that's one of the big differentiators is that we're designed to be done from wherever you are entirely online, you know, on your phone, on the web, whatever it may be, a lot of power kind of at your, your fingertips. Um, and then the other big difference is that because we are built for that, you know, we're built to be entirely kind of digital, we really value um, the bank's integrations with the rest of your tools. And so for a lot of folks, that's making sure that we've got a really great integration with accounting and bookkeeping. Because for a lot of small business owners, you know, managing that aspect of uh, their business is really, it's just not that fun, right? You don't want to spend time working on those things. You want to be working on your, on your business, the thing you're passionate about, right? Rather than the, uh, the back office side of the house. So we've put a lot of effort and thought into how um, the bank can be really the uh, operating center from which you run your business rather than being this sort of siloed um, piece of your back office. We really want people to have it kind of acting as the, the nucleus and, and nicely integrated with the rest of their solutions. Awesome. I personally love that so much because there is nothing that I have less time for in my day than having to call Bank of America <laughs> or whoever, and then they can't do what I need them to do over the phone. So I have to go into the bank and wait for 30 minutes for somebody to get to me only to find out that, oh, my husband's name is actually on this account. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not here. And now I can't do what I need to do. So I've wasted two hours of my day sitting in this office getting breathed on by people. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, totally. Right. And that's and that's the hard thing is like it, being a business owner is 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 difficult. Right. And it's difficult for all these different reasons, like, the you know, the one reason it shouldn't be a challenge or the the, the area that shouldn't be this difficult to manage is making sure that you've got access to the funds that you need, making sure you've got the right tools in place as far as that that kind of bank is concerned and getting the support you need, right? Like, do I need to make an appointment two weeks out to go to the branch, to bring paperwork in, to make this, you know, to change the limit on this or open a new checking account? Um, you know, our thesis, well, you know, our view is just that, no, you, you shouldn't have to do that, right? And so that's part of what, uh, part of what we've, we strive to do. <laughs> Let's take a second to talk about integrations. You mentioned that. I want to take a minute and just chat about that. So what are some integrations that people, a lot of people use, especially in the, not necessarily just short-term rental ownership space, but just in the management of a lot of properties and a lot of bank accounts. I know one of the big ones that we use is Astra. Mm -hmm. uh, so what are some of the common integrations that you see that you guys, you, that not use, that you guys integrate with that uh, a lot of a lot of clients use with you guys. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, one of the big differences between the way that Relay operates and, and something like a, a Chase or a Wells Fargo, a Bank of America is um, we've built our own integrations with QuickBooks Online and with Xero, um, which, you know, as some folks will know, are, are really popular um, online accounting solutions. Um, and so what we've done there is we just make sure that we're passing really high quality data to the accounting system um, on a regular basis. And so it's just one less thing to worry about because with a lot of banks, the connection between the accounting system and the bank is um, 
is through a third party provider. So it's some other platform that's getting in there, that's scraping data from the banking website, and that's pushing it into the um, into the accounting solution. And that you know leads to all sorts of issues. It leads to data not showing up when you need it, or data not being totally accurate, or um, just having a hard time kind of sharing that information with um, you know maybe an accountant or a bookkeeper, or just even somebody else on your team that's helping manage uh, the back office portion of all of this. So that's one that's really really common. Um, and then another one that's 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 pretty common as well is just we have integrations with um, two tools, uh, two platforms for document management, uh, one of which is called HubDoc. The other one is called um, Dext uh, or Receipt Bank, as it used to be formerly known. Um, and so our integrations there are just to make sure that your bank statements are getting automatically shipped to the accounting solution every month. And these are small things that really help save time, um, especially for a business that might be getting um, help from a bookkeeper or an accountant. So, you know, that might be someone that's a little bit further in their journey of, of you know, setting up all the all this kind of back office automation for their business. You know, it might not be the, the person that just started with their first kind of short term rental property. Um, but those are those are some common use cases. And there's lots of additional things that were evaluating that we're excited about building, but uh, those are those are two pretty common ones for now. And it's really important, I think, for a newbie, it, it's easy to get swept up in, oh, well, I only have one property right now, so I don't need to bother with setting up all these systems and taking all these times because all this time to do these things because I just have, you know, one little bank account that I need. So I'm just going to stick with what I have for now. And then as I get bigger, then I'll start implementing these systems. And then I can use something like a relay because at that point I'll need it. But for me personally, I learned the hard way. I had that mentality and it just, everything snowballed so quickly that by the time I realized, oh, it's time to switch. It was just this giant undertaking of having to switch everything over and it's really is much easier to start at the beginning when you only have one property and build from there than having to go back and switch a hundred different things at a, a later date down the road because you've been kicking it down down the road for a year or two years yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then you have a hundred things to have to switch over and i really love that this banking software plays nicely with other softwares because we use QuickBooks personally, our CPAs are, are in our and bookkeepers are in our QuickBooks all the mm -hmm. time. And it really does save a huge headache when there is not an extra third party software in the middle of there, because there's always something like, oh, hey, I need your password to this. I need your password mm -hmm. to this. This middle guy is offline for some reason and it's not pulling the data. So to me, that is so, so valuable that it can, that Relay can just, you know, ship everything right into QuickBooks because I I don't have time in my day to to deal with that kind of thing. So that's yeah. super helpful. Yeah, hundred um, percent. It's a it's a huge huge time saver. There's a, a, a ton of uh, a ton of issues that can come up with those things not being properly integrated. And so that's why it was one of the biggest things that we kind of focused on out of the gate. Um, and then I know that we've been in, investigating. Um, and I guess by the time this comes out, we'll probably be further down the path. But um, you know, an integration with something like Stessa. Uh, which I know is a solution that um, you know some some other folks in in this space like to use for kind of managing certain portions of this this back office stuff. So um, you know just having that in our DNA kind of enables us to to go out and integrate with more solutions and make sure that uh, that we have more coverage for 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 various use cases. 
Totally. So your bank has it really lends itself to the profit first method of personal and bookkeeping. Uh, was that on purpose or is that just something that has kind of come about organically? Um, yeah, that's something that's definitely come about organically. Um, we, uh, I think as a, as a, as a business generally in, in creating relay and this, this kind of business bank, um, one of the objectives was to empower small business owners, no matter the size, uh, to manage their finances in a way that makes sense for them. And, um, you know, just being able to have another checking account for your tax withholding, for example, uh, or having another account um, to run payroll out of, or even, you know, put 2000 bucks aside for a marketing budget or something like that. Um, that was something that with traditional banks was, you know, not impossible, but just really difficult, right? Like I got to go to the branch. I got to sign more paperwork. If I have a, you know, somebody else that's a business partner, they got to come down with me. And then that's the process for just opening another checking account, uh, which really should be as easy as just clicking a button, which in Relay it is. Um, and then the other nice thing about Relay that, you know, lends itself well to having multiple accounts and moving funds between them and doing whatever it is that you want to do from a cash management methodology perspective is we don't have minimum balances. So there's no requirement that says, Hey, you got to have 5,000 bucks in here. Otherwise it's 25 bucks a month or anything like that. Um, and then in addition, we also don't have uh, monthly fees. Right. And so, I mean, you open five accounts, six accounts, seven accounts, if you're getting charged 20 bucks a month per account, I mean, uh, what, what are we doing? Right. I'm paying the bank $140 a month just to kind of hold my, my money. Um, that didn't seem like a fair kind of trade off from our perspective. So we want to let small business owners run it the way they, they need to. Um, and, and that, that we saw, you know, a lot of traction with, with folks that are in, in that community and, and then also people that use different methodologies. Now, there are quite a few methodologies coming from all different ends of the personal financial management spectrum. Like there's the, there's the Mike McCallowitz Profit First, Dave Ramsey, the envelope method. And all of them, the thing that they have in common is taking a percentage out for of your income for your different envelopes or bank accounts in this case. Uh, and and you know, going ahead and getting that money out of your one bank account and having everything separated so that you can easily see where things are going. I know we use an app called Astra to do that. So I know when we were with Bank of America and Wells Fargo and things like that, you could not custom choose a percentage. It had to be a dollar amount that, you know, say if you're getting a check for $100 and you want to put 10% here, 20% there, 30% in another bank account, uh, you couldn't do that. You had to assign a dollar amount, which works great if you're a W-2 employee and you're getting the same number, the same amount in a check twice a month. But for me, where I'm commission based and I'm and I'm getting you know paid different amounts every time I get a check, it is super helpful to not have those uh, rules about how much and having to assign a dollar amount, being able to assign a percentage of a check has been hugely helpful in our personal banking. So that's like really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's super helpful. And, um, we, uh, we know the, uh, the folks at, at Astro fairly well and, and, uh, our, our, you know, really integrates really nicely with, with their, their platform. So it's, uh, it's been good. And we, we, you know, it just, it's all kind of helping to forward the mission, which is like, Hey, let's help small business owners automate a 
away as much of this kind of back office financial management as possible, um, because ultimately it's it's just work that is you know it, it adds low value, right? Like it's something that needs to get done that's really important to do, but it's time consuming and it's it's you know it's 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 not uh, moving your business forward as much as other things you could be spending your time on. So it's um, it's it, it all aligns aligns well. Exactly. So what do you think? Do you think that banks are moving away from a, a true like brick and mortar model to a totally virtual model? I mean, you guys are definitely at on the cutting edge of that. But do you see other banks kind of moving that direction? Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a great question. Um, I think that uh, physical presence will will always have um a, a foothold in 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 like consumer behavior and, and, and business behavior as far as banking is concerned. But there's there's always going to be things that um, certain folks you know want to have that kind of physical touch for, um, and it varies you know based on different parts of the country and things like that. So uh, so I don't think that sort of like physical is necessarily um, going away. But I think what we see is that all of these more established um, you know not legacy but just older institutions that have these big physical footprints. They're really doubling down on digital um, because I think that uh, just entrepreneurship, you know, businesses, and even just consumer banking in general is is going further and further away from um, having to go into a branch. Right? There's fewer and fewer use cases for which you you need to do that. Um, so they're they're all you know everyone across the space is investing really really heavily in that, and we're in a in a unique position because we're you know we're only we're only online. Um, and so we, we, that's all we focus on. Um, and it also helps us to, you know, deliver this, this really great software, this great banking experience, um, at basically, you know, at, at much lower cost or no cost, right? Like we don't have account fees. Uh, there's no, you know, no monthly fee to use relay and things like that. Um, and a big part of the reason for that is that we don't need to staff up a bunch of branches and, and worry about all that real estate, et cetera. Um, so, uh, I think we're just going to see a lot more. Uh, investment in, in the digital experience. And ultimately, you know, I think everybody's going to win. I think that especially SMBs, small business owners have been super underserved as far as a digital experience um, from banks. And I think that now there's a lot more pressure coming in from companies like like ours, um, a lot of other, you know, digital, digital only uh, competitors in the space are helping to kind of raise the bar, um, which, you know, small businesses as a whole will, will benefit from, I think. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I definitely think that the personal touch brick and mortar philosophy is kind of going away with like the baby boomer generation. So for example, like my dad in Mississippi, if he's got a bank problem, he's going to go stop into Mr. Sammy's office yeah. uh, that he's known for 20, 30 years now uh, on the way to lunch and get yeah. it handled. Whereas a lot of millennials and Gen Xers have kind of gone with the bigger banks rather than the local ones because of what I was talking about earlier, because you want to have access to the most ATMs. But then now you guys, since you don't have to ha pay for all that brick and mortar real estate and leases and things, you guys can you guys have a unique opportunity because millennials want to, they don't want to go in and deal with people, but they do want, you know, pretty quick access to their money and to at least communicate with customer service folks. So you guys have a unique ability to, you know, instead of spending that money on leases on spending it on customer service reps and being yeah. able to you provide people with 
access to the help and support that they need rather yeah. than, you know, having to go down and stop in at Mr. Sammy's office on the way to lunch. So that's, yeah. I think that's really yeah. Yeah, totally. I I, um, I would I would really kind of echo that sentiment. Um, yeah, people are used to getting that support and that help and that that personal touch in a different way, right? I mean, it's it's nice to be able to hop on uh, either the either a phone call or a Zoom chat or whatever it is with your customers and walk through whatever challenge they might be having or or have that conversation. And there is still that sort of face-to-face -face aspect or even that kind of personal relationship that you can develop because like you said you know we're, we we invest heavily in in being able to deliver a really awesome um customer support experience um and it just it can come in all these different channels and i guess maybe the broader point is that we want to meet our customers where they are and doing that digitally um, you know, allows that, right? Is it the phone? Is it via email? Is it like text? You know, do you want us showing up in your inbox and it's from Henry and it's, you know, X or Y issue is being resolved? Like those are all things that we can do. Um, and, and we want to just make it as easy as possible for, for small business owners. Yeah, I really, really love that. And another thing that I really love about Relay is the uh, virtual debit cards. So I personally don't ever really know where my wallet is. It happens to be sitting next to me right now, but that never happens. So, you know, throughout my workday, I may, you know, I'm going through my list of to do things and, or things to do, and I may have to get on a call and, oh, like I need to pay my MLS dues and where's my wallet? I don't know. My purse is in the car. I go to the car, the purse is in there, the wallet's not in there. There's a wallet three floors up in my bedroom. I don't know. <laughs> So it really is awesome to just be able to get on my banking website and it brings me up a virtual debit card that I can then use. Tell us a little bit about that and how that works. And yeah, that. yeah, absolutely. That's a really funny story. That, that That's a really funny kind of anecdote. And I, I think our, our uh, one of my one of my colleagues said the same thing where it was like, you know, his wallet was across the room and but that was still too too much effort to kind of go get it because he can just whip <laughs> up the card on his uh, on his computer or on the mobile app or. Or, or you know anywhere um, but yeah effectively what we allow with relay is you can issue you can create lots of um, cards right corporate cards cards for you cards for staff you know cards by property right if you want to put all your expenses for property a on one card you can do that put all your uh, expenses for property B on another card, you can do that. Um, and, you know, of course, people are used to getting a card in the mail, uh, right? Physical card makes makes total sense. But a lot of, you know, a lot of businesses today, a lot of business owners, um, you know, they'll conduct most of their business online or, or from home or, or from wherever they are. And, and a lot of instances, they don't need um, a physical card on hand. So, with Relay, you can issue cards that um, are what's called virtual cards, uh, and they work the same way that um, any other card does. There's just no piece of plastic associated with it. So when you go to do a transaction online or even a transaction maybe over the phone, if you were you know, talking to someone and needed to provide them with a card number, kind of, kind of an old school, uh, old school method there, but um, you just get the numbers you know, the card number, see, see the security code, et cetera, from the platform. And then uh, you can you can use it wherever, just like you'd use any other card. Um, and the other nice piece of it is that you can load those cards onto Apple Pay or Google Pay or any of those platforms, um, which means that, you know, you can have uh, you can have kind of the best of both worlds, right? Where you've got this virtual card, you don't need to worry about your wallet, but it's also on your phone just in case, hey, this thing's enabled for Apple Pay or something like that. And you can you can use it in, in stores as well. 
That's awesome. And I want to zoom in on one thing that you mentioned. So cards for staff. I have several VAs. My husband has a VA uh, and, you know, paying small bills and things that aren't on auto pay, you know, little things that might come up is really a big time suck. And we have our VAs pay a lot of stuff for us. And there's people out there that, you know, maybe they don't want to give anyone full access to their bank account to have them pay you know, small bills for them. So what does that staff card look like? Yeah, absolutely. So um, Relay's built to help support that kind of collaboration. Um, and so our, our whole banking platform is built around user permissions. So if you want to add someone to Relay um, as a card holder, for example, you can. And so it's just me kicking off an invitation to, you know, Henry, uh, Henry at Gmail or whatever it is and saying, hey, I'm inviting you to relay and I'm putting your, your level of access or your role as a card holder. And what that means is that you can have a card, uh, you can see what you've spent money on with that card, uh, but you don't have access to anything else, right? So you can't go into the accounts, move money around, do anything other than the strict exact kind of purpose that I added you to the account for. Um, and you, in this instance, you know, Avery or whomever, uh, you get to pick, hey, what are the limits for these cards. Um, and you also get to choose, you know, what account is it tied to? So that means, you know, if it's for property A, for example, um, maybe there's a certain amount of money in there. And, you know, that's what I'm budgeting for, for expenses for this month uh, for that property, right? And so I've got multiple levels of control um, when I use Relay. I can set limits on cards. I can also dedicate a certain amount of money to a specific checking account. Um, so it's uh, it's pretty flexible. And uh, there's lots of different roles that you can use or lots of different user permissions that you can take advantage of on Relay. So you can add your accountant or bookkeeper as somebody that has read-only access, for example. Uh, and that's really easy to do. And that's something that with you know, a lot of other banks, uh, you might you might kind of jump through a little bit of an obstacle course just to just to try and get done. I've definitely been there. All <laughs> <laughs> so I have to ask with COVID last year and people not, you know, even more not wanting to get out and get into traditional branches. What changes have you seen in Relay's business with that? Yeah, um, I think, you know, generally within Relay and, and within the, the digital banking space as a whole, we've we've really seen um, a, a, a boom, you know, a bit of a bit of an explosion in, in, um, in interest and adoption of, of more digital first solutions. Um, you know, I think I was reading an industry report a week ago or whatever it was about um, just how small businesses in general have really moved you know, three years forward in their adoption of digital technology because of COVID really out of out of need um, more so than anything, right? Like accepting digital payments, moving away from cash, moving away from dealing with checks. Um, those are those are things that we've seen across the board uh, with small business owners and something that's definitely impacted our business. You know, we've really seen um, uh, a huge acceleration in, in, in adoption of Relay, but like products like Relay uh, that are kind of these digital first options for for uh, managing finances for for small businesses. That's kind of what I expected to hear. Is that no. you know, digital is definitely. I mean, it's always been the future, but last year it kind of like just propelled everyone further and more quickly into using utilizing more digital options than than 
in person and cash. So that's kind of ex exactly what I expected you to say. Yeah. <laughs> hey, tee me up as a softball, right, right down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. So just a few more questions. So where do you see banking trends heading now? Uh, do you think uh, that savings accounts are on their way out? Uh, do you think, I mean, just what, what are you seeing? What do you think that the overall trend is where banking will be, say, five, 10 years down the road? Yeah. Um, great question. Uh, you know, I'm definitely not, definitely not, a, I definitely don't have a crystal ball here, although I, I wish I did because I, I think I'd probably make some, some really smart property investments uh, if I, if I did. But um, I think generally what we're going to see is, is uh, more, more powerful uh, digital tooling around business banking. You know, your, your bank's going to, your banking platform generally, I think, is going to be a lot more useful and flexible than what we've been used to. Um, you know, and just all the bank has been is a place to put money and have it be there securely, which is great. But you know, it's 2021, and, and I think we 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 want more than that out of out of these tools, right? So it's about integrations, like we talked about. It's about automation. It's about helping put the small business owner in a position where they have less things to worry about. They can spend more time working on the business that they that they love and the thing that they're passionate about rather than I got to chase down these receipts or I got to fix this bank feed so that it goes to the accounting system. Um, that's really, I think, where, you know, where I'm excited about it going. It's like automating more parts of the of the back office um, and then also being more helpful. You know, there's a lot of data um, that a banking platform has about your business, right? It has a sense of how much money's coming in, how much money's going out. And if it's connected to the accounting solution, then it knows, you know, maybe what bills are coming up. Um, and with that information, you know, you can, you can put smart technology on top of that to provide helpful information to small business owners, right? Like, Small business owners sh shouldn't be on their own in, in, in trying to tackle these, these challenges. And I think that the banking platform, the kind of financial platform has an opportunity to help surface more insights and warn you and, and you know, say, hey, you're spending, you know, you've got duplicate subscriptions here or, um, you know, this, this, this bill was higher than expected last month. You know, what's happening with that? Um, and I think you're seeing some of that in consumer a little bit. You know, Capital One, I know, is advertised a lot on, on TV how, um, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll warn you maybe that like your, your Netflix subscriptions coming up again or something like that. Um, I think that's really just the tip of the iceberg and there's a lot more there. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully relay will be the, uh, will be leading the charge on that front and, uh, and we'll, we'll help make uh, a lot of small business owners more successful. That's, that's kind of the ultimate uh, vision. Well, you've definitely helped us be more successful and saved a lot of time out of our days. Uh, with, you know, not having to just mess with banking stuff I'm <laughs> on it. So we have definitely really appreciated you guys' existence. And uh, so for the people who are listening, who are like, oh my gosh, this sounds so cool. I want to look into this. Where can they find you? Sure. Yeah. Uh, so our, uh, the, the Relay website is RelayFI.com. Um, I'm, you know, nervously double checking our, our domain, even though I, I uh, have shared it, you know, thousands of times. Um, and then, you know, we're on, we're on social media and, and all that good stuff. I think those are all linked, uh, linked from our website, but um, yeah, RelayFI.com and, um, 
you know, for folks that are in in the group or anything like that in the Facebook group for the short term uh, short term shop. I know we've we've posted all sorts of information in there and things like that. So there should be lots of information on hand. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much for joining us today. Lots of really great knowledge shared, and we hope to talk to you again soon. Thanks so much for coming on. Awesome. Thank you so much, Avery. Really appreciate your time.